When using a fire extinguisher, the procedure is passed. P-A-S-S. Pull the pin, aim the nozzle, squeeze the trigger, and sweep at the base of the fire. Of all the procedures I've been taught, none could prepare me for the fire-filled words escaping the chimney of my daughter's throat, which alerted me that in the lungs of her happiness, there's smoke. When I asked what's wrong, the calm waters her conversation normally sailed over became rough. She said, Dad, I found out that kids at my school identify me as the fat black girl with the Afro puffs. A chance to pass. I became firefighter and father, pulling the pin. I aimed with compassion. I tried to extinguish the combination of combustible content that crippled the confidence of my daughter, squeezing the trigger in my throat. Fire hydrant words turned flames into fizzles. Tearful thunderstorm that rained from the gray skies of her eyes were now drizzled, sweeping at the base of her heart. I told my daughter she was fabulous, not fat. She said, thanks, Dad, but you're my father. You're supposed to say that. But she laughed. I salvaged a smile from the building of my baby's beauty. A bully burned down, leaving nothing but ash. Then, weeks later, after rescuing my daughter's self-confidence from the burned rubble, I got a phone call that her sister was in trouble. Apparently, the bullies returned to their bullying behavior, causing my baby to barricade herself in the bathroom, but transforming her sister from sibling to savior. A full-along blaze burning through the school until till reaching their class then alarming them that bullying her sister results in their procedure of her whipping their ass and honestly I wasn't upset because when it comes to bullying a suspension is all they get while your child tries to fireproof feelings so an arsonist's words won't leave them engulfed in flames caused by an accelerant of insults coming from a hateful individual with personal issues but I get it bully someone fourth degree burned you so bad it damaged the beauty of your bones masculinity of your muscles leaving scarred tissue but when it comes to bullying there is no procedure I can find because I know that if my daughters try to escape the jails of your judgment by freeing the blood and prison and her wrist, that is a hard pill for me to swallow. Your words will not be the noose around the neck of her future in a video that goes viral because I promise you, if your parents do nothing after they were told, may God have mercy upon our souls because apologies are not something I will be seeking. Forgiveness is between you them and God. I'll arrange the meetings. You're listening to Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With Poetic Black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and Who's holding you with you, with you? Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh, my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and looted dances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We'll start from scratch, exploring new possibilities.
Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I'm happy to be here today. Spoken Soul family, what's good? It's a beautiful day, and I hope this day finds you in the best of spirit. Spoken Soul family. Today is a great day to put yourself in position to be better. No more chasing dreams, turning your dreams into reality today. I hope and I urge that you are the best version of yourself that you can be this moment, this hour, this second. I want to remind all my people out there that if you got goals, they start today, not tomorrow. They start today. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. We have a great, 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 great show lined up for you guys today. I have a very, very, very special guest. I've been trying to get this brother on the show for a minute. We had one hiccup. But we fixed that up, and he is here in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about none other than the lyrically gifted brother. Let me give this brother the proper introduction he deserves. Lyrically gifted brother is a three times Dallas Poetry Slam champion, comedic entertainer and host from the city of New Orleans. LGB's versatile performances captivates the humor and guttural experience of parenting, relationships, and shed light on social injustice happening within his community. As an artist and entrepreneur, he founded a clothing brand entitled Chibi Woman to ignite men to stand in solidarity with women with a mission to uplift, motivate, and empower equality for all. LGB has toured the nation, lending his charisma and poetic talent to the audiences of the ages. In, in 2021, he performed with America's Got Talent 2020 winner, Brandon Leak. And during COVID-19 pandemic, he hosted an Instagram poetry slam to maintain joy in his poetry community while keeping their pen sharp. Lyrically gifted brother's mission is to make his audience laugh and listen, leaving them entertained, inspired, and motivated to create change. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, I want to welcome to the Spoken Soul Session Studio, my brother, your brother, Mr. Lyrically Gifted Brother. What's good, my brother? Man, thank you for having me, man. Look, when I first heard my own bio, I was like, who the hell are you talking about? That's not me, man. <laughs> uh, my brother, you most definitely are welcome. You, you deserve it, man. Like, you are a breath of fresh air, my brother. Like, I caught you. Let me tell the audience how I, I stumbled across you. I was on Instagram. Everybody know I be on Instagram doing my ones and twos. I be in the background. I just be watching, looking for talent. 
And I came across a show. I forget who was the host of the show, but I do remember that you killed it, man. You killed it. And what and what caught my attention, it was your charisma. It wasn't like your your regular run-the-mill poetry or poet you spit in a piece. Your piece had charisma. It was funny. It was entertaining. I was I was waiting for the next stanza. So like you really have a way of bringing your poetry in a comedic form that's not it's not like it's funny to the point where oh we're laughing at you it's like you're making fun of things that's so serious but you're bringing awareness to them at the same time and i i haven't seen many people do it like you do that brother i'm like you're really you're really gifted in bringing and melding them two things together man and i think you're phenomenal you know so i want to get the interview started with the question i asked all my audience i mean all my guests uh, it's a question that I ask because I like to get different perspectives from poets because you know how poets think. We think different. So I'm going to ask yeah. you, my brother, why poetry? Why spoken word? I failed the rap career. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 what happened was um, back in New Orleans, my cousin had a, um, my cousin, family, family, not family. Mm. <laughs> a record label. Family had a record label. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I used to be at the projects in the block, you know, in the projects at the block parties, you know, rapping, you know, with the little deal. So you know what? I can rap. I can be a rapper, man. You know what I mean? So I'm like, damn, I can write some rhymes and family is a record company. <laughs> I'm in. I silk the shocker. They masterpiece. You know what? So I'm like, all right, cool. So I go to the studio one night, me and one of my other homeboys, like we crunk. We finna lit it, we finna light it up. And so we lay down, you know, some some 16s, hit some 16s, you know, and um about a day or two later, my um female cousin called me. And she was like, yo, I'm like, man, look, what they say, because look, we, we did that. And she was like, yo, I ain't feeling it. Like, <laughs> she was like, I ain't feeling it. They said, you sound like you was doing poetry. I'm like, poetry? I'm like, man, I ate the beats. I ate it. Like, nah, you didn't. No, you didn't eat the beat. You sound like you was doing poetry. So I'm like, okay. So that failed. So I took one of the songs that I wrote. It was called um, You Boys Are Not Soldiers. Mm. And if I hear that shit today, I'm going to just fall out and die. Because, oh, man, it was, mm. oh, my God. But it was called You Boys Are Not Soldiers. And it was basically based on people, men in my hood, instead of fighting, they always want to shoot, pick mm. up guns, nonstop violence. Mm. So I took that song, converted it into a poem, and took it to this um, spot in New Orleans called Ebony Square. Mm. That's the first place I ever performed poetry, period. And um, performed that poem and got a standing ovation. Mm. And I'm like, yo, this might be it, poetry. Yeah, yeah I can sound like a poet. If I'm getting standing ovations, I don't mind sound like a dog, a dog on board. <laughs> And like, ever since then, I was going like every Sunday and just killing it and just fell in love with it. Mm. 
powerful story, it, man. Powerful story. You had me. You talk about that that silk the shocker, yo. You had me in stitches yesterday. I watched that video. You driving. You talk about you be. Your homeboy said that Silk the Shock was it. He was in, he was in your top ten. He was in his top ten, and yo, yo, of all time. And I was like, yo, I was like, yo, I was dying, man. Yo, I was watching that video. I was like, yo, you going in? And yo, Silk the Shocker. Yo, I was like, yo, what? Yo, when he said it, I was like, Silk the Shocker. <laughs> oh man. Business. Call me. <laughs> and he said, Yo, we talking about rappers top 10 of all time. Not top 10 in Louisiana, New Orleans mm. of all time. And when yeah. that boy said Silk the Shock of Mayor's <laughs> list, I damn near crashed. I almost hit something. I'm like, Silk who? Uh. What shopper? Silk the <laughs> What are you talking about? Silk the Shock. Oh man, yeah, that was that 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 story was crazy, man. I, I was in stitches, man. I'm watching the story. I'm like, man, this dude is funny. You are so funny, man. Like you could really do stand up comedy, like for real, for real, like like for real, yeah. like another mind the poetry. I'm talking about like for real, the way you command the stage and the way, like you can tell from the way your cadence is and the way you deliver your poems. You can tell that you have a very good command over the stage, which probably resulted in your three being a three time uh, Dallas uh, uh, slam champion. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you can really tell and have my audience will get a chance to hear you. But you definitely have a command over the stage and the way you deliver your poems, your cadence and everything, man, it lends to the comedic side of you. You know what I mean? Because anytime you do your poems, you know there's a scheme, a, a rhyme with it, but you know there's a storyline underneath it. Like the poem you did in the beginning of the show about the bullying. That poem right there, my brother. Oh, yeah, that, my, that, yeah. yeah, that poem right there, it touched me because I got a four-year-old and she just started school. You know, so yeah. she tells me, oh, this guy pushed me or whatever the case may be. And I know that feeling, you know. So that poem really resonated with me. And, you know, I appreciate the poem, the way you brought that message across. You didn't bring it away. You didn't bring it in a violent manner, but you let it be known that it will be violence if you keep fucking with my daughter. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, because because what happened is like when she told me about it. So I'm like, what happened to the bully? Oh, he just got suspended. Suspended? Mm. That's it? Mm. Yeah, he come back to school. and I'm like, wow. And that was one of the things, man, that really, you know, with that, because kids commit suicide, you know, yes. from, you know, from being bullied, bro. And I'm like, yes, one child has to think about, do I want to live or not? And the other child just gets suspended. Mm. Come on. Nah. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, man, it's crazy, man. man. Yeah, because I, I I listened to that poem and it resonates. It resonates with me because I have one child and I have a daughter. And the, it, it just frightens me because I don't know what I would do. You know, I don't know what I would yeah. do. You know, like I can really relate to that poem and the way you delivered it, the message you got across, it was very plain. It was very plain. And you was trying to be really, you know, really 
politically correct about it. But at the same yeah. time, let it be known that this is not a game because so many of our, our youth take their life because they can't cope or deal with that pressure of all their peers looking down to them, you know? Yeah. So exactly. it takes, like you say, it takes a, it takes a village to raise a child, you know? So everybody has to be accountable. You know, everybody has to be accountable. And a lot of times in the school, they, they like turn a blind eye. They see what's going on and they, and they perpetuate yeah. it and they, they make the environment conducive for people to bully. Like, suspending the guy for for three days it should be some real yeah. no it should be some real big reprimands behind you bullying the child you know and three days ain't going to get it but that's man it's crazy but uh i want you to tell us about your movement because i noticed that you you are really for black women you are really for you know you know uplifting our sisters giving them some form of voice you know recognition so tell us about your movement. Tell us about your movement. Tell us about your merch. About how did you create the uh, She Is Woman? If I'm saying that correctly, is She Is Woman is the is the merchandise? She Be Woman. Yeah. She Be Woman. Yeah. Tell us about that. Okay. How did you get that started? Yeah. Basically, what happened, brother, was um, I had been seeing like a lot like years ago. I had always been, you know, uh, ally of women. You know, because I had my daughters, I was raised by women, you know, and growing up, I used to always see like men fighting women, like, you know, like in a project mm. and the majority of people would just stand there and be looking. And I'm like, yo, man, nah, bro, we got to break that down. Mm. And um, as I got older, you know, even outside of an open mic one time, I'm outside of open mic, dude fighting this woman. I left the open mic and went to break that up, mm. bottom line. You know, and a lot of people back in my, you know, that I grew up with used to always tell me, well, you know, sometimes the bystander gets hurt trying to stop domestic violence. Mm. And I'm like, well, if that's one reason I get hurt, I take that. Mm. Exactly. Because I would want somebody to stop some man from beating on my daughters. That's right. Then, as I'm getting older and growing up, I'm seeing videos. I'm seeing in person how women, black women, are constantly disrespected. Mm. You know, they're not played, treated as equal. As I was working in my workplace, I, I saw it, the discrimination towards women. You know, I saw it in the projects. I saw it in the neighborhoods. And I saw how, you know, a lot of videos really brought a lot of stuff to light. Like, to actually see it also all across the world, how dudes would be beating on women and the other dude standing there is just recording it. Mm. I'm like, bruh, stop that. Why is you standing there recording it? You know, we, we you know, and it's true, you know, a lot of people don't want to get hands-on involved, you know, with domestic violence because it's true some the bystander or the, or the good samaritan yes are always some they sometimes get hurt mm -hmm. they do and some people but okay if you don't want to get involved don't video it call the police immediately exactly let them know you exactly know, get them laws out there you know to do something because right now you don't know how far that can escalate he can kill that one yes and the only thing you was doing was standing there and watching 
and recorded. And, and um, as I became a poet, you know, I saw that, you know, that God granted me a gift, you know, to be comfortable when speaking toward large crowds or just any crowd. And I, and I said, you know what? I write funny poetry. I love making people laugh. But I want to use my voice to bring awareness mm. to the fight that women are going through, to the uphill battles that they are facing, mm. to how they are constantly disrespected. And I said, well, you know what? And I sat in here one night, you know, I was sitting inside and I was trying to think of a poem that I could just write that was that I could write that was just based toward women and uplifting women so they will know that, yo, some of us black men, some of us men, we do have y'all back because I've been in like a lot of groups, Facebook groups, social media groups where it's always pointing a finger at the other person. Always, you know, well, black women doing this to all black men, black men doing, doing this to all black women. So I was like, I want to meet in between. I want us to heal together. Mm. So I'm trying to, I was trying to think of a movement where I can be an ally raise awareness toward men to say, yo, we got to do something to let these women know that they're not alone in their battles. Mm. And I faced backlash from women. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, <okay. laughs> I mean, I was, but it's going to happen. Indeed. You know, it's going to happen. And I live by never read the comments. Mm. Do, do what you do. Just don't read the comments. That's because right. Because you can have 5,000 people that's like for you, like, yeah, I appreciate it. But it's always that one or two comment yep. that'll bring you all the way down. Like, damn. Try to break your stride. You yep. Try to break your stride. Because you know? this day and age, um, this day and age, you see with black with the black community, the way that the women is treated. Like I said this one time before, I said this in a podcast that I did. I was like, basically, you know, you wonder why the relationships that we have, we have unconducive relationships, we have toxic relationships with each other, and we view each other as opposition. We're the only people who look at each other, man and woman, as opposition. We're looking at each other as, oh, I got to be a one up on you. No, I got to be one up on you. You got some sisters that yeah. look at brothers. I make more money than you. That I, you know what I'm saying? You're not a man no more. You're not a man to me. I can, I can talk to you reckless. And you got some brothers who make money or they're the breadwinner. So their attitude towards women, you do what I tell you to do because I'm, I'm making the money. So it yeah. seems like with our, with, with our people, and it's been like this purposely set like this. It's been perpetuated like this from the powers that be from unscrupulous hands that they set us at odds with each other. When you look at the welfare system and I believe it was Lyndon B. Johnson who um, initiated and enacted the welfare program. But one of the requirements in the black community that you couldn't have a man in the house. So if you can't have a man in the house, you already yeah. setting the seed of dissension between the man yeah. and the woman. And and that's their entire the entire goal is to sow that seed of dissension so we can be divided. We are the only people who are divided, then subdivided, then sub subdivided. 
We divide each other by our location. We divide each other by our skin tone. We divide each other by our financial status. You know what I'm saying? We'll find little things to, to, to separate ourselves. Oh, I'm Jamaican and you Guyanese. We ain't the same. Oh, I'm this and I'm this. We all got the same persecutions, the same struggles, but we are set at odds with each other. And that's what we need to change. And that's what I really appreciate about your movement and how you celebrate the black woman, man. You celebrate the black woman and you let her know that, yes, you are worthy. You are worthy of being protected because we as men, you know what I mean? In this day and age, I'm not talking about all of us, but the climate amongst the black community today is that we don't protect yeah. our woman. Is all in all the music and the hip hop music? Fuck a bitch, uh, get yeah. rich. You know what I'm saying? Chase a chase a check. I ain't chasing no bitch. And and yeah. you see you you hear that type of rhetoric, and you hear those type of lyrics, and. It, it, it really gets into the mind and indoctrinates our youth. And you see the young kids today, the youth, they talking about, oh, I want to be with my niggas more than they want to be with they, with the women. Like, when did this come about? Like, like this is crazy. Like, oh, it's my niggas. It's my niggas. I'm like, damn, but what about the sisters? Like, you, you want to just ostracize the sisters? You don't want to be around the sisters? And it's crazy, but it's deliberate. Is deliberate in the music, is deliberate. That's why us as poets, we, the poets, are like the saving grace that we're still giving the people content that can can elevate them, that can inspire them to be greater, be better. All this music today that they're playing is on repeat and its frequencies, the frequencies is geared to bring you down. It's geared to have you low thinking. You're thinking about, oh, I'm trying to think about a scam. I'm trying to see how I can scam somebody as opposed to putting my dreams in perspective and going out and get it. Oh, I don't know how to do this. Let me get a trade and let me master this and let me make a a living doing this. No, you would rather say, yo, let me see how to scam people. I'll go on the internet and do this and do that. And now I can scam people. You'll take that energy, good energy, and put it towards something that's useless. But I can really appreciate that, my brother, about your movement, man. And you always hear it in your poetry whenever I hear you. Whenever I hear you spitting something on on Instagram, on the Internet, it's always positive, it's always funny, and it's always uplifting. And I can really appreciate that about you. Now, I want to get my audience to get a taste of what I know to be so official. I want I want them to hear you. But let me play... I want to play a, a commercial from one of my sponsors, but we'll be right back and I'll set you up when we get back. No problem. Hello, this is William S. Peters, Sr., a.k.a. Just Bill from Interchild Press International. First, I must say we at Interchild Press are proud to support my brother, Daniel Green, a.k.a. Poetic Black, and his prolific embracing and informative program, Spoken Soul Sessions. As a publisher and now sponsor of the work Poetic Black does, we at Inner Child Press International offer to you, his listeners and all spoken word artists, writers, and poets, a 10% discount on all of our publishing packages and services. Please mention code Spoken Soul to take advantage of this offer while it lasts. You can contact us at InTouch at InnerChildPress.com. 
And we hope to see your words in print very soon. We are Interchild Press International, building bridges of cultural understanding. That's www.interchildpress.com. Thank you. Coming to the stage, I want to give a warm, warm welcome to my brother and your brother, lyrically gifted brother. I'll start off with um one of those poems. Um, what I did forget to mention also is that you know I do have the Sheedy Woman clothing line, and the clothing line was inspired by some of my poetry. But one of the most important things is I don't keep all of the proceeds and profits. Um, a percentage of all the profits every month is donated to the Genesis Women Shelter out here in um, Dallas, Texas. The Genesis Women Shelter provides housing, clothing, and food for victim of victims of domestic violence and sexual assault. So, make sure y'all support that. I am not just a poet. I am a fan of poetry. My favorite poem was written by every young lady in this world and is titled How to Be a Woman in a Misogynistic World or Being a Woman in a Misogynistic World while still showing them who she be. You see, she, she be solar eclipse, sunset and sunrise. Heaven's angel halo above head with wings disguised under the armor that is a skin. She be masculine and feminine with scorn. She be hell's fire and fury. This world is her court. She be executioner, judge, and jury. She be scripture, biblical Bible bless. She be G-O-D with or without the D-E-S-S. She puts the God and goddess. She be soldier. No army fatigues. When it comes to getting her goals accomplished, she be faith. She give no worries if anyone else believes in her or her vision. Every move she makes is meticulous, methodical. She maneuvers with precision. And when she twerks in a club, it doesn't mean she lacks class. It just means she got that drink in her system, feeling good, and felt like shaking her ass. She demands her space. No need to dance behind her. She be anti-Trump, anti-anybody thinking they can grab her by the vagina. Because when it comes to disrespect, she doesn't take it. When addressing her, use the name she gave you. Because she'll be like, who are you calling a trick? Her integrity is life. So please understand, if you ever try and take that, you will catch them hands. She'd be professional with a mixture of bougie and hood. She can go from good morning. I am the owner of this company to hold up. I wish a nigga would. She be woman, becoming into her own. The living proof that if you strive for success, you can sow seeds in the soil of Southside Chicago and a first lady can be born. She be the woman's rights movement that won't go quietly into the night. Stacey Abrams still fighting for voting rights. She be white. She be black. She be Mexican, Muslim, Asian, African, lesbian, bisexual, and she still be queen. And if you ever try and take that, she'd be like, fuck you mean. She'd be the day of reckoning. This world won't see coming. She'd be warrior, protector, provider, savior, survivor, mother, daughter. she be woman. And that's the poem that I um, inspired the show. You know, I took the ending, you know, the, the ending lines, you know, and 
played on the CB Woman shirt. So yeah, that's how I got that one. Oh my God, man. That piece right there is the anthem right there, man. That joint right <laughs> there, B. That joint right there, man. I hear the I hear the motivation in that piece, man. She be woman, man. And and you know, yeah. it, it it's because a lot of us, man, in our youth, like I was having a conversation with my younger brother, and we was talking about, you know, his generation versus my generation. And I was like, yo, one of the things that I notice in your generation is that y'all lack integrity. Integrity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it used to mean something, you know, when I was growing up, it, it used to mean something that you would stu- you would stand up for a lady. You would stand up yeah. for a sister. You know what I mean? It would mean something. You just couldn't do anything to assist in the street. The way I see these brothers talking to these sisters now, man, it's like, wow, man. I like the the, the, the ages have changed. And it's because of the fact that nobody showed us how. A lot of these brothers that don't know how to interact with with with, with our women, they they haven't been shown. And vice yeah. versa, the women too. They don't know how to interact with men because they haven't been shown. They haven't seen that in the household. They haven't seen mommy and daddy coexisting together, getting things done with love between them. Only thing they see is, oh, mom don't like dad, dad don't like mom. Every time they see each other, they cussing each other out. So it's it's crazy the the predicament that our community is in. And like like yourself, I love to write to that regard. I love to write yeah. for the betterment of my people, to wake my people up, to let them see that, look, it's a better way. We just haven't been shown that way. And us as poets together, each poet, each one, teach one, man, we bring this message and we keep it alive, man. Yo, that poem right there is everything, my brother. Do you have any, you, do you have that poem like on CD, like on Amazon or anything? Like, can we stream um, that? Not the only, the only place it's at right now is on YouTube. Okay. You know, cause um, I have recorded it. Cause you know I do like a lot of TikToks also, you know. Mm, I see your TikTok. Your TikToks yeah, be funny, man. Boy. Yo, man. your TikToks be funny, bro. It's like <laughs> the one that I see, bro. I'm gonna tell you the one that I see that that had me dying. I had to go show my wife. I was like, yo, this dude is funny. The one. When, when they was washing the, the panties, like they had the, Man, yo, bro. yo, that joint right there Man. was fat. I, like, like, I was just like. Is that the seat of your, of, of your underwear? I was like, yo. Man. I was like, that's black people. that like, forget about what the what the product can do because they would show like, yo, look, this product can clean anything. And it was like, what? <laughs> it was like, what? Yo, <laughs> yo man. Like, and like I, I enjoy them because I love making people laugh. But like one of them got banned. Like man, I did one like a while back, and it got like fifty thousand views. Wow! So and that was in one day. Wow! So I'm like, Lord, let me go back the next, you know, tomorrow and see. So I wake up and go look for it. Your video has been removed, but it was a video of a young lady who had just finished working out, right? Mm. And she wrung out her workout clothes and it was dripping with sweat down to the floor. Yeah. So I was on the floor catching it. They banned that one, bro. Uh, <laughs> like, it's not on, 
it's not on TikTok, but I think it's still at the bottom. Like if you scroll down my Instagram page, yeah, but it's yeah, it's man, still I gotta go there. check that one out, man. Yo, tell man, the people, they, tell the people what's your TikTok so they can go check. Yo, y'all gotta go check this brother out on TikTok. Yo, he got some funny videos, man. What's your name on TikTok? Um, same thing. Same thing. Um, lyrically lyrically gifted. gifted brother, all oh, one word. Man. Same thing, man. You know, so and like ever since I got my daughter involved in it, not every time, daddy. Let's do a TikTok. I say so I gotta find the right ones to put you in because TikTok is, you know, yeah, man, what you call adults. I'm yeah. so yeah. I, mean, I I just gotta find the right one. But yeah, man, you on it, my brother. You definitely on it, man. Your your TikToks are very entertaining and they're mad funny, man. They're mad funny. And for the spoken word, because that's all in the realm of spoken word. Comedians yeah. fall under that that realm of spoken word artists. A lot of people don't realize that, but they do. Comedians are spoken word artists, you yeah. know? So, like, I mean, like, for real, man, every time I see one of your videos, man, them shits be having me cracking up, man. I want to get into some more of your poetry, though. I want to get into some more no of your problem. poetry and uh, let the, you know what I'm saying? Let the let the people hear you, man. So let me set the stage for you so you can get into your second piece. Coming back to the stage, let's give a warm, warm welcome to my brother and your brother, Mr. Lyrically Gifted Brother, LGB. Once again, fam, thank you for having me. Um, so, we're gonna, so since we talk about TikTok and, you know, funny stuff, so let's go ahead and keep that vibe going. So, the world has basically opened back up. Texas never closed down because of COVID. We stayed, you know, we stayed open. You die, you die. That's how they live. Anyway, but now we are able to go back to work, you know, and be around our coworkers. So when a city was locked down, I missed my coworkers. So I wrote a poem for them. This is to my coworkers. To the coworkers. That's a heartbeat, a blink of an eye, a breath away from getting their ass whipped. I'm 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 from a beautiful island called Naka, you outer, and I'm about to book you a first class trip. All expenses paid, so don't worry about the cost, and it's a plus two. So bring your gossiping, messy friend and our boss, because you are doing too much. And the problem is, you think that outside these walls, you can't be touched, dealt with, handled, placed in a trunk of a car, driven to the swamps in Louisiana, and fed to the alligators after your bodies are dismantled, dismembered. This goes, this is for the people that got them co-workers that make you hate everything about them from the air they breathe all the way down to their freaking clothes. I feel your pain, misery, and grief, how we manage to put up with the morons sitting next to us is beyond belief. However, I know what it is. Some of us need our job because we have kids, a dog, a turtle, bills and just don't want to be in jail for some moron we didn't have to kill and y'all know the ones i'm talking about they work area always dirty but they offering food from their house they leave work early but they always late they take three hour lunches and about 40 smoke breaks they microwave food that funks up their room then they come to work smelling like then a spray an entire bottle of cologne and perfume yo black i got a question you ever had a dream your coworker ties came off their car, it exploded, they died, but you knew it was a dream because they still managed to show up? Oh, that pissed you off too? And how about the ones that think that they your boss 
always trying to tell you what the fuck to do. Can you do these reports? Can you take this order? Can you clean and break room before you go home? Look, if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to break every part of my foot off of your ass. They're going to scream world star when they walk past. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I don't choose violence. When I go to work, I want to be left alone and my peace, my zen, my silence. So don't ask me to smile or what's wrong with me because you know damn well we do not speak. So keep your good mornings and details about your night because you are hiccup away from getting beat down on site. Translation real quick. And for the ones that feel like, well, all my coworkers like me, newsflash boo-boo, you the one who asked they want to whip. You see, I'm handing out life's lessons. So tomorrow just let me be. And I promise you, I won't say shit to you and don't you say shit to me. Have a blessed day. Oh, to coworkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh some of my poems are, you know, based on pure comedy, pure foolery. Yeah, so you know, that's one of, that's one of my comedy man. That piece right there is everything. Everybody got a co-worker, man. Everybody been working in a spot like that, yo. I used to work in a spot because I'm a chef by trade, so yeah. it was a couple of restaurants that I worked in. Oh man. You be wanting you you around all these knives, you around all this equipment. Sometimes you just want to you just want to take somebody, man, and throw their ass right on the grill. You be like, man, you man, just leave me. Throw some a grease low in their face. Word, man. I've been there, man. I've been there with that one coworker. Like, damn, man, why you always want to fuck with me, man? Leave exactly. me alone. Like, <laughs> that yeah, one person, man, man Lord. Yeah, that piece right there is official, my brother. That's that that's an official piece right there, man. So yeah, man. Appreciate so it. so you tell us, you told us that part of the proceeds of your of of the uh She Be Woman merchandise, it goes to a domestic violence uh shelter, right? Yeah, um, it's the Genesis Woman Shelter out here in Dallas, Texas. Um, at the end of the month, you know. I calculate everything and like 10, 15% of all sales, you know, once it's totaled, I just donate it to the um, shelter. And after I donate it, I take a screenshot picture and post it. Mm. So people can see, yo, and I make sure the data is in there and everything, mm, man, you know, and powerful, um, just, man. just so people can know, you know, yo, dude's a man of his word, Definitely, you know, man. and, um, now the sales have to slow down because I gotta um I have to um really rebrand the whole you know design because that was last year so you know you gotta stay progressive definitely you know you know you gotta show progress so I have my um my graphic designer you know coming up with some new ideas for some more shirts you know it's my daughter yeah it's my um eighteen year old she I'm- can draw so. I'm trying to get her to start her own business, but she lazy. She don't want to do it. You know, <laughs> I, I asked her to draw me something and I tell her I'm a payer, but she draw it a, a whole month later. I feel and you. And still want to get paid. I'm like, I need this a month ago. What did you? <laughs> well, still send my money. Oh, wow. Okay. You bad business, sweetie. I really, so, yeah. I really do but, um, dig that. I dig that concept, man. Yeah. And like, I want to be able to like, I can like, do my part or whatever and at least bring awareness to it, man. Like, how we can 
purchase your merch. Like, I want you to drop, like, tell the people how they can directly support you. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that's a noble, it's a noble idea first and foremost, man. And it shows that you care. And in order to manifest, in order to manifest a new reality, we have to care. You know what I'm saying? That's the number yeah. one ingredient, man. So I really dig that, man. So please tell the audience how they can directly support you. You know, how can we directly support you? So because those proceeds is like we supporting you, but at the end of the day, we also supporting each other and we supporting our sisters. So if we yeah. can get those sales up or whatever the case may do, whatever it may be, I can give a brief message. You can tell me where I can send the people like I can. Put it at the end of my show and like, yo, y'all go check out Lyrically Gifted Brother. Go check out his merchandise. It can be purchased so-and-so, so-and-so, or whatever the case may be. But let me know, because I definitely want to do my part in that, because I think that's very noble of you, that you would do that, take 15% of your proceeds and, you know what I'm saying, just donate it to the women that are in need. And that's that's dope, man. And it's inspiring. Yeah. It's definitely inspiring. And I think we all should be able to take some type of measures or some type of step to make our community better. Like in order to manifest, we have to care. If we want to change things, if we want to change our environment, we want to change our, our living circumstances, we have to care. And if we don't care, we, we act like we don't care and we move like we don't care and nothing will ever change. So I definitely want to be instrumental in trying to help get that word yeah. out and get your merch out there, man, because it's very is a very noble cause, and I'm all for black women. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I really believe well, it, my brother. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, bro. Yeah, um, well, fam, you know, I truly appreciate it. Basically, what happens is, um, right now, people just inbox me directly at lyrically gifted brother mm -hmm. on Instagram or. They can email me lyricallygiftedbrother at gmail.com. And basically what I normally do, I just buy like a whole bunch wholesale, you know, okay. and just, you know, I list the sizes and stuff, you know, of and colors of what I have available. And um, they can also reach out to the She Be Woman clothing page. It's um, she underscore B underscore woman underscore clothing and um, inbox that page also, and they can see all the colors and shirts sizes that I we do have available. Okay. I'm in a process right now of trying to get, you know, because I've learned, well, I'm still learning, but, you know, about Teespring and all that and drop shipping, mm. how people can go to a website and just order directly and have it shipped to them directly. Because basically, I do all the shipping myself. Mm. You know, and like, but some folks was like, I'd rather have you do the shipping because we get it quickly. Mm. You know, yeah, right, <laughs> right, right once on you point. order it, yeah, exactly. If I have time, either that day or the next day, I'm putting it in the mail and you're going to get it within about four or five days, depending on where you at. Indeed. And like, a lot of people was like, man, some of these companies take two to three weeks. I'm like, well, nah, I mean, well, you know, I'm going to get it to it, but I'm, I'm trying to become more official, mm. you know, so people wouldn't have to wait on me to, you know, get the color they want. They mm. can just go to the website and order the color they want and have it shipped to them directly. You know, because I'm having I'm having a website built also because I've gotten a lot of crazy color, a, a lot of crazy color requests. Mm. And um, when I first started, I used to buy wholesale a lot of different colors. 
But then I wind up having a whole bunch of yellow shirts. Like, damn, <laughs> anybody buying each other shirts? A, a whole bunch of lime green shirts. Like, oh, crap. This was a mistake. So mm. also what I do now, I just order, you know, unisex sizes, you know, red and white, black and white, blue and white, and pink and white. Mm. That's it. So, yeah, but they can just reach out directly, you know, and I'll just let them know, you know, because the shirts are only $20 right now. Okay. Definitely. I definitely will come over there and support and get something for my wife and my daughter because I definitely got to support that movement. You know, definitely, man. And uh, so you said the Instagram is the Instagram page. It says she. Yeah. She be underscore woman underscore. Yeah. Are we not? Is she underscore. B underscore just uh, underscore between each letter. Each letter, got you, got you, got you, definitely, and uh, definitely, I'm gonna hit you up, man. I'm gonna hit you up with my order because I definitely want to get my my wife something and my daughter something. So that'll be a good look, my brother, and I can support my brother at the same time. Yeah, man, I think it's it's beautiful what you're doing, man. Your comedy, your poetry, the way you put them together, like. Have you ever been to New York? Have you ever performed in New York? Man, honestly, look, funny story is no, because somebody came down to Dallas, um, a poet named, um, her name was Roddy, R-A-D-I. And she had a feature in Dallas. And um, we all was there because they had a competition that night. And I did funny poems. And she was like, yo, you got to come to New York. Yes, you gotta, man. you gotta bring that energy right there to New you York. Kill, you she was kill, like, you kill New York, man. Kill it. Yeah, you kill in New York, man. I'm telling you, I'm in yes, New York, man. I'm in New York. You will kill in New York. You will kill in New York. You will come out here and you will kill because in New York, if you're funny, you get embraced. And a lot of poets, yeah. you got some poets like I got little funny, little funny, little one liners and all that. But my poetry is a lot serious. But I see, cause yeah. I, be, I be on the slam circuit before pre um pandemic. I was, yeah. you know, I was on them slam rats. I'm in every slam, and uh, you see, it goes well over in 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 poetry slam when you got the element of erotica and when you have the element of comedy. When you can yeah. meld those two together, you're unstoppable in the slam. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why you you know that because you're three, you're a three-time slam champion. So you you already know those elements together, erotica and comedy. Erotica yeah. and comedy. When I first when I first got into the um spoken word game, I didn't have no erotica. I didn't have no erotica. And I got killed. Two big slams, two big slams, one big slam, it was a op- we was opening for um Chrisette Michelle. And it was like a poetry wow. slam, and we was opening for Chrisette Michelle in the beginning, and it was a big slam. And I lost that slam. Shout out to my homegirl, Miss Busybody. I'm hoping to get her on the show soon. But I lost that slam, and because I didn't have any erotica, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have mm-hmm. no erotica. She came and she did an erotic piece, changed the yeah. whole game. I'm I'm doing I'm doing upliftment. I'm doing positive and exactly. all that. And she did the erotica and the crowd went crazy. And it was at that moment I realized I I got to get some erotica. I got to add that She's to my lifting. catalog. And it's, and it's real. And comedy also. Because when you can have an audience laughing along with you, you become memorable. You're the one that's memorable when they're starting to judge at the end. You're the one that yeah. they're going to be like, Nah, that brother right there, he was the one. He was the one. So the way you do it, my brother, 
It's beautiful, man. I definitely give honor, man. I'm a, I appreciate you came on the show. I need to get two more pieces from you, though. So don't think you're getting slick and you're getting up out of here with just doing two pieces. That's not going to happen because it sounds like I'm winding right. down the show. But nah, <laughs> I'm just preparing for you to give me them two pieces. I need two more pieces. So let me set up the stage. That's a perfect segue. All right. Let me set up the stage for my brother's third piece. And then we'll come back with another piece. Uh, you can close us out. But coming back to the stage, let's give a warm, warm welcome to my brother, LGB. Thank you for having me once again. Man. Let's just do it all get into it. Let me see. All right. I'm going to do a personal piece. When my name is called on slam night, I wonder. If the same thoughts that are going through my head is going through the minds of other poets as they approach the mic, like, don't go over time. Whatever you do, don't forget your lines. But there's one that crosses the rivers of my thoughts more than others. Besides, to take your time, articulate your words, the most important one for me is love. Don't let me stutter. A stuttering disorder disrupts your flow of speech with silent pauses or blocks, which means when I'm slamming, I'm not just battling poets for school. I'm battling this body, hoping that when my words attempt to exit, it doesn't close the front doors. When I hear the phrase, say it with your chest, I wish I could do just that. So my words wouldn't trip over the hurdles placed on my tongue right before the finish line of my lips. Do you know how it feels to have your body press pause and play at the same time? It's like a DJ turning your tongue into a turntable, remixing and squish, 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 scratching every line. I think I'm the only poet that shakes in fear when the crowd screams rewind. Because if I do, the poem that's on play and the tape deck of my throat might just pop. I once stuttered so bad in a job interview, I just stopped. After laughing, the interviewer said, don't worry, it's okay, but wait 90 days to submit another resume. Do you know how it feels to have the truth play dress up as lies? To hold the conversation with a person with the look of, I don't believe you in their eyes. Do you know how it feels to be mocked by the way you talk? A disorder that hits your words and delays with a sledgehammer, crippling the way they walk down a runway of your mouth. My words sometimes hide in the shadows of my jaws because they are too afraid to come out and be seen by the ears of other people. I've wondered how can humans be so evil and add laughter to a problem all my my life, I've been trying to subtract. I once prayed to God and asked them, can I give this life back or exchange it for another? Because this stutter is a suicide bomber blowing up every conversation I attempt to tell as if my words are non-religious infidels. But this disorder will not depress and define me. And the slums of shame, you will not find me because someone out there needs these words, these poems that soothe the scars of everyday life needs to be heard. These poems that give strength to the tired and weakened. There are people who turn to poets for motivation, who get inspired when we speak. So this poetic gift I would cherish like any other. As for the ones that laugh at the way I talk and underestimate, you just got bodied by a poet that starts. Damn it, man. That's oh man, that joint right there, man. 
Man, yeah, and like when people hear that, they be like, stutter. Yeah, I said, yeah. I, you study. I, 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 I could, yo, I could never uh, even guess no, no shit like that. <laughs> like you stutter. Oh my god, man, that poem like, right there, bro. Oh my yeah. god, man, that one line when you said, "What the job in the job?" He said, "What? What? 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 Yeah, man, I was like, look, look I'm like, bro, cause look." See, I can laugh about certain shit because, you know, I'm a goofy person. You know, I like to laugh. So I'm sitting there, and it was a job I wanted. Like, and I'm sitting there, and I'm nervous. Bro, I'm nervous, oh, and man. I went to stuttering, and the guy was like, oh, man, wow. Okay, well, woo, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm like, you're the manager. You're the interview. What you mean? Oh, my. Bro, I was hurt, bro. I was like, you the manager, you doing the interview, man. Yo, I swear, man. Yo, nobody has come up on the Spoken Soul Session show thus far. That had me dying like this, man. Oh my God, bro, man. <laughs> oh my God, man. Bro, it was oh. a good job, too, man. Like back then, I was back in New Orleans and a job was paying, like, you know, back then, if you made like $15 to $17 an hour, you thought you was rich. That's right. <laughs> you was going to get your bitly. <laughs> bro, I'm in there trying to, I'm sitting there trying to look all professional, eye contact, sitting up, like, I'm, I'm sitting up. But I'm nervous on the inside, and he asked me a question, and I was prepared for the question, but I just went to stuttering, and he laughed. He's like, oh, crap. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Bro. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Oh man, yo, that piece right there, but it's informative and and it's really it's heartfelt too because you see you see what you're dealing with and you bring you made a joke of it, light of it, but it's serious yeah. though. And I I definitely got the message and the sentiment behind that piece. Very inspiring piece, but it's still funny. Man, you can't help it, man. You can't help it but to bring some type of funny to it, man. Serious situation, man. <laughs> But you know, see that one line right there because I'm into the poem and it caught me off guard when you said it because it, <laughs> it, it caught me completely off guard. He <laughs> like, wait thirty days to submit a resume. I'm like, do you gotta say it like that? Like, I mean, come on, bro, really? You gotta say it like that? Oh All right. man, that's that's violation. Oh my god, man. Oh, all right, my brother. We gotta get your last piece, man. Like set the stage up. This is this is you. You can do whatever you want to do. I don't care how long it is, man. Do you whatever you want to do. This is you. This your closing piece, man. I want to bring you back to the stage. Uh, coming back to the stage. Let's give a round of applause for my brother's closing piece. Give it up for LGB. All right, man. That is the last piece. Once again, fam, thank you for having me. For those who don't know, my stage name is LGB. It stands for Lyrically Gifted Brother, the Gumbo God, Funny Poem King from New Orleans. Speaking of New Orleans, that's where I'm from, so I'll pay homage to my city. 
I survived in a city that left me for dead. A city where the police we paid to protect us found freedom by shooting themselves in the head. Where I'm from, our tears are dipped in laughter so you can't hear us crying. After potty training, we teach our sons how to shoot first because that might be the only thing that stops them from dying. You see, I am from New Orleans. Where going to a parade can get you killed. And the only saints you'll find on a football field. Nowhere near a church. I'm from a city where human life has no worth. Where bullets blend in like the wind as they breathe through your driveway. The home of the massacre on Mother's Day. We find the silver lining smiles in the great frowns of this world and teach our daughters how to be predators because that city it preys on innocent little girls. Where I'm from, the word love is a black child nobody cares about that's been missing for weeks. I'm from a city where Mother Nature made watery graves out of the streets. Where I'm from, when you visit, they tell you to stay in a spot that are marked for tourists because death will disguise itself as a bouquet of flowers and get delivered as if the reapers are florists. How to cope with pain is taught after learning how to read. You would think New Orleans has a menstrual cycle because of how much it bleeds. But it's not just the murder rate that needs to fall. Lack of self-respect is causing a foundation of integrity to crumble quicker than a Berlin wall. New Orleans, I feel your pain. You thought the streets were dry after the rain, but the blood from the bodies have breached the levees of our neighborhoods quicker than any hurricane. And there's no relief in sight. Stray bullets shoot down the dreams of young black teens before they can spread their wings and take flight. False awards are given for whose hood the hardest. We don't treat our kids like angels because their halos make them easy targets. We don't pray for better days. We pray for better moments. While lost niggas kill over the streets as if they own it. But the only thing owned is the body count and bloodshed. Our kids spend half their lives praying and the other half hide under beds. Pastor said, keep your faith in a man upstairs and he'll answer your prayers. But if your tithes are not paid up, then he might not care. So getting our blessings are none to slim. But honestly, I think that part of the Bible was written by him. You see, he is not a preacher. And I am not a poet. I am a blank canvas my city uses to paint pain on my poems or the works of art is using to show it, display its masterpiece. My shadow is a reminder darkness follows me. My city lives in misery. But I hope it sees the light and find its way back. Because when I look at it now, all I can say is who that. Appreciate your fam for having me, bro. Oh, one more time. One more time for this brother right here. One more time, Appreciate man. it, man. One more time. It was my pleasure. It was my absolute... It was my absolute pleasure to have you on the show, my brother. I mean, you you definitely came on the show and you delivered like I knew you would. And uh, I just wanted my audience to get acquainted with you, man, because I think yeah. you really do have something to say, man. I believe that... Uh, your message is something that's pertinent that we need in our community, all our communities around this this country of ours. We've been persecuted, man, and your poetry is the poetry that makes us laugh, but it also brings awareness to what we need to be aware of, of what's going on out there, man. And 
my brother, I appreciate you. I want to thank you for coming on the show. I want to thank you for coming and sharing your words with us, man. We definitely want to go and support your uh, your merchandise. She underscore B underscore woman underscore. I'm going to have all that. I'm going to have clothing. I'm going to have all that in the, in the description in your um bio when I when I when I post this. But definitely I wanna bring awareness to that and let people try to send some traffic, regular listeners of the show, to send some traffic over there to definitely um cop some merchandise. Cause I'm definitely gonna cop something. And uh appreciate you know, cause, it, fam. cause yeah, it's definitely a, a great cause, my brother. I really appreciate you for coming through. You was you know what I'm saying? Real humble brother, man. Very humble brother, man. When I hit you up, you didn't get sedity on a brother and none of that, man. It was all love, man. I do appreciate your time. I appreciate you spending this time with me, man, and letting us get acquainted with you, letting us into your world. My brother, you are doing big things, man. Uh, do you have anything on SoundCloud or anything on Amazon Music, any mu- any any poetry that we can go and we can stream, that we can support or we can purchase, let us know. Put it all out there, man, because we, we got to support you, man. Brothers like you, we need you around, man. We need you. <laughs> well, um, I'm, honestly, I'm trying to, like, there's a, 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 there's a, um, a lost collection of poems that's out there in social media that people been trying to get a hold of, <laughs> but it's like straight trash. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been trying to get that shit deleted. <laughs> so, I mean, so I <laughs> but I'm having problems, but not, um, nah, um, all my, mostly all my stuff is on YouTube. Um, okay. I'm right now. I'm, I'm, I'm currently working on, uh, um, audio album. Okay. You know, that's going to be available for down on, um, you know, for downloading. And, you know, I'm going to just put like everything on, like, you know, every poem I have, I'm going to put every poem on it. And then once that's done, then I'm going to just start fresh. Uh, I'm going to dead all the old poems and I'm going to just start fresh. Well, I ain't going to dead them, but I'm going to just yeah, spit cause, them cause, cause All box. those poems you spit on this show today, all them joints need to be on the audio file where we can listen to them anytime we need to, man. Like, definitely, my brother, for real, you have something to say, man. I really do enjoy your poetry, man. And, you know, everybody got their own little thing. Every Like, some people, I like to read their work. Some people, I like to hear them recite. You, my brother, you got this funny thing about you, but it brings awareness at the end of the day. It don't allow you to forget What's important, even though through the laughter, even though we're, we're making fun of it and making light of it, the message is there and I'm receiving it 100 yeah. percent. And I want you to be aware that it's working. Your, your, your method is working. You know what I'm saying? Your stratagem is working. And we out here, man. We got to support each other, my brother. So I appreciate you for coming on the show. I appreciate for you taking this time. I want to remind my audience to please go check out this brother, Lyrically Gifted Brother. You can go check him out on Instagram. You can check him out on YouTube. Go and support his merch and uh, anything else he got coming on. And I'm definitely want to have you back on the show again because I got a couple of other, I got a couple of other funny poets i got a couple other funny poets that i want to probably do a panel show with and i want to put y'all together and see what oh, magic yeah. and see what magic <laughs> we can make happy because <laughs> i know it's yeah. gonna be a lot do that yeah man definitely my do brother. that man and look, um one more thing um I'm, I'm happy to say something about reading for the people that do love to read you know i do have my chat book so okay yeah what well, that's that yeah it's I, on, it's, not 
All those poems are in there. All those but, ones you talk about is in there. <laughs> look, they in there, but it might not have that same effect as me performing. <laughs> Got you. Got you. Because I'm animated. <laughs> but yeah, I do have a chapbook also. Though, so yeah. All right. So where we can purchase that chapbook at? Is it on Amazon? Or, or nah, what? just um, we gotta hit you me. up, inbox you. How yeah, much? How much is I'll going for? How much is it going for? Oh, um, ten dollars. Ten dollars. All right, definitely, man. You brothers go hit him up. Sisters go hit him up. This brother's funny, man. He's talented, man. He's, I mean, he's aware. He know what's going on, and we need to support him, man. We need to support what supports us, man. And uh, we appreciate you, King, for coming through, man. Spending this time with us at the Spoken Soul Session Studio, and uh, I thank you, my brother. Until next time, man. You know, uh, we definitely gonna have you back on the show. But until next time, man, you take care, my brother. You definitely take care. All right, fam. You have a good one, man. You too, King. You too. Now, I want to remind the audience. I want to remind the audience to always remember to put yourself in a position to be better. Put yourself in a position to be greater. If you want something to happen for you today, you need to care. You need to have some type of care in order to manifest. Remember that. I hope you love, I hope you love you. I hope you love what you're trying to become. And until next time, always speak your soul. I love you and I hope you love me too. Peace.